worth £2.99 of anybody's streaming money this. It's UKW. And um, people have been waiting for this inter- for this review. So uh, thanks for that. It's um, it's a really good two and three quarter hours. It's a big event. All matches in a cage. Hello, ground. Um, no hiding place. Well, there, there is, though, isn't there? Because you could either go through the cage door or you could get over the top of the cage to the floor. Anyway, anyway, never mind that. First of all, we start with a Lemonades from Lemons situation, which was similar to the Future Shock event that I went to the other day. And um, this is um, part of the heavyweight championship match, which is up front, or at the beginning, not up front, well, it is up front. No, there are no quarters, there's no quarter given, or even a half, an eighth maybe. But it's the first match on the card, and um, the announcement from Disconnected Brett Hadley is that there is, uh, there's going to be no Mustafa Khan there, because he's not well now then, you know, I, 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 I know Mustafa, I need to find out if he's okay, I'm going to send him a message, see if he's alright. So, who's going to take part in the three-way? Well, it's perennial meat in the room, the crowd favourite, Tommy Dillon, who inserts himself in the match, just says, I think I should be in the match, what do you think? Now, one of the commentators here, and I don't know his name, he's the, he's a booker and one of the people who's in management, and he doesn't know anything about it, but goes along with it. So there we are, it's a, it's a three-way, it's a triple threat, it's a trio's. Not a trios, it's a triple threat. They're different things, Steve. I know that now I've said it. Thank you. So, I like J-Ro. I like Sedgwick. He is the owner of the company. One of them. Yes, your whippets have been walked, your majesty. And um, J-Ro takes ages to get to the ring. Quite right, actually, because he's got that... He's got that um, nefarious heel, nasty arrogant personality now very nicely done by the gentleman door and there's some really good action in this actually um j-ro is quite vicious with sedgwick early on i couldn't possibly endorse that against the boss man of the company taking control of the means of production i don't know if that really follows through but anyway you got some a very you got leg drops from sedgwick he likes his leg drops gives leg drops to both uh, tommy dillon and J-Ro, J-Ro Lewis, not Jester anymore. Oh, there's no humour in that gentleman these days. And then you've got a, a nice J-Ro stunner. Um, oh, actually, J-Ro gets a stunner from Dylan. Yes. And then a super kick from Sedgwick. That's really nice. Very early on, what I mean is, I could have done with some more of this. Sedgwick gets over the top, just as J-Ro's getting out of the, out of the door. Dylan isn't anywhere to be seen. Perennial meat in the room, Dylan. Although, we, you know, I like him. I just don't think he really will achieve what he wants to achieve. Now, J-Ro's not happy. Keeps the belt. Runs away with it. So Sedgwick... So he really rains on Sedgwick's parade. I've won. Where's your belt? I don't know. So there's all that going on. It's a bit of an anticlimax for him. But actually, I wanted this match to go a bit longer. It could have gone... 10 minutes longer for all I cared. And actually, there was quite a lot of very interesting work in it. There was some really good energetic work. And when you consider some of the matches coming up, um, 
I would have liked to have seen one of them out and more from this match. It would have been a great starter. But having said that, nice way to start. Now we've got Robert DeCaro and Remus Kane, who are the society, and um, they speak first. Can't really hear what they're saying. It's a bit difficult. Actually, when Kane speaks, you can hear what he's saying. Maybe DeCaro's just got really bad diction. I thought it was an issue with the mics, but maybe not. And they're going to fight Palmer. Now, I don't know why they're fighting Palmer. He's a big bloke. He's not massive, but he's a big bloke. And um, it's not Harry. It's not Harry Palmer. It's not, not Michael Caine, don't worry. It's Remus Kane, who's not his son, don't think. And, and not Michael Caine either. I think this is just getting confusing. All right, so Palmer is not Harry Palmer. And um, he's fighting them two on one. I don't know why he decides he wants to go and do that. It's a little bit silly. Maybe he thinks... It's hubris, isn't it? He thinks, I'm a big bloke. I can deal with both of them. Here's a clue. He can't. They try to put him down. There's a, Early on, there's a very nice Kane DDT. He does most of the good work here, actually. Um, and then there's a, a Palmer belly-to-belly splash. You know, he holds on for a long two. Very nice um, Kane stunner. And a double suplex on Palmer. They really are attacking him here. Um, at one point, Remus Kane gets him up. Doesn't know what to do with him. Can't hold him for long. Has to drop him. <laughs> he does it twice before the ref just says that's enough. He does make Palmer look a bit foolish in that respect. And then a bloke from the from the crowd gets up, takes off his hoodie. He's even bigger. He's tall and he's wide. He's called Big Bill apparently, and he's from the Performance Centre. And he's all right. They work together, him and Palmer, and not Harry Palmer or Farmer Palmer for that matter. And uh, Palmer is then called the winner. It has to be explained that actually he's not the winner. It, it's it, Actually, it was the other two that won. The only reason for this match is to introduce Big Bill to us. I presume they've got big things in mind for. It was all right, but there wasn't much point to it. And there's a similar match later on. So, it, it's not great. Now we've got the round the clock match, which is the 24... It's not the 24-hour title. Don't you dare... Okay, at the moment, um, it's owned or, yes, owned by Andrew Jepson, who's dropped a lot of weight, looks a lot better, you know, and it's a scramble match. So um, it's the, it's the it's a 10 minute time limit. And if you go over the top, you're eliminated from the cage, you get, you're eliminated, you can't go over the top, take a breather and come back in. And it's the person who has the belt, so you can, you can pin every two seconds. Uh, well, you couldn't, could you? Because it's a three count. Every three seconds. That'll work, Steve. Well done. You say you know about wrestling, Steve. I do. And the person who is, who has the belt at the end is the winner. Okay? So, the people we've got in here, Andrew Jepson, of course. Cerebral Steve now. Confused Steve before. Now, Cerebral Steve. I like that a lot better, to be honest. He's palled up with J-Row, you see. And I like that character. Johan Hunt, who most people seem to think, oh, there's no point to him. It's just making up the numbers. The Yorkshireman, it had to happen at some point. This is straight out of Bally, and it had to happen at some point. Yorkshire! Yeah, I'm surprised he hasn't got a, a, a big picture of Sean Bean tattooed on his arm. He might have, I don't know. And Sheik Muktoum. Now, oh, and, and um, Hunter Elkaris. Elkaris is reading a book as he comes in. Now, there's been some stuff around this. Muktoum has said that he will buy, can't remember the guy's name. I think that's the right thing. I can't remember his name because his work's not entirely fantastic. But he's 
he's the booker. And he said he'll buy him a Lamborghini if he doesn't have to compete in this match. Well, I don't... No, just don't turn up, mate. Don't, don't, don't put your money down and buy a Lamborghini. Just don't turn up. If it's the 24-hour title and you think, well, someone might win it in that match, but I could win it later on by waffling him in the car park, don't turn up. Anyway, he does a bit he does a bit on his phone. Here's your Lamborghini. It's a bright green thing. It's a drop-top roller skate, as Chris Morris would say. Looks awful. But anyway, there you go. Comes out and says, I've got you your Lamborghini. It's a child's toy. I mean, the crowd seemed to like it on the night, but I'm not massively sure that that's very funny. He sells it well, though. Muck Tomb, after he's now he's had his face turn, he's got a lot of humour and he sells it well. So that's very good. Okay. Let's, um, oh, by the way, when he's talking about all of this, we can't hear very much of it. There is a sort of mic issue generally on this night. Right, so, Muck Tomb has to take part in the match. Muck Tomb, um, is swung by Jepson, but very quickly gets a pin on him. And then he leaves over the top thinking, that's it. He must know there's a 10 minute time limit. How foolish not to have had a look at the rules at all. And he's been eliminated. So there you go. He's not very happy. He uh, thought he won the match. The Yorkshireman then gets the, uh, Yorkshire, then gets the, um, the pin. So he's now the champ. And then with 30 seconds to go, um, Johan Hunt gets the pin and Hunt's the champion and then after the match Elkaris rolls him up they're all over the top uh, they're all out on the outside someone leaps on them if I remember rightly not a lot happened in here and I wasn't very interested or engaged to be honest and then Muktoon pins them all oh they all fall off the cage that's what it is that's what I remember they're all on the cage they all fall off Muktoon runs out pins done he's the champ and so he should be, because he'll make quite a lot of good stuff with it, and he's got quite a lot of charisma, so that's good. The scramble match itself wasn't great, because what you've got is everybody scrambling. The clue is in the title. And, um, yeah, people got pinned, and Muck 2 won. There you go. Right, moving on. Next, Young Horus versus Rex Savage. Now, this should be Rex Savage, who is the Apex Predator. Is that what he's called? No, that's Randy Orton, isn't he? He's the... It's the alpha predator, the alpha male. Is it? Is it? I don't know. Anyway, is it some kind of some kind of alpha? And um, he has been for quite some time. It's thought that he'll beat Young Horus, who is masked and lucha-like, to within an inch of his life. And quite a lot of that does happen. There's a, a helicopter power slam from Rex Savage, which is as brutal and as weird as it sounds. A low lariat from uh, Savage right in the camera lens. That's very nice, actually. And uh, young Horus doesn't give up. He tries to escape and ends up with his legs through the, the, the cage in a kind of tree of woe. It's quite nice. Savage goes to kick him, misses the kick, and gets his leg caught in the cage. Horus comes down on the leg. That's a nice move. Savage doesn't really sell it later on, which is a shame, really. And then Horus escapes. Gets almost to the, bo- to, to, to the bottom. And Savage grabs him by his hair and pulls him all the way back up to the top of the cage. That's quite nice, actually. Yeah, then he hits a rather nasty-looking alpha bomb from the top um, on uh, on Horus. It's really a power bomb. And, um, yeah, it's actually nice. Very nice. This is actually a pretty good match eventually. 
Auras had some spunk and some vim and vigour. Savage um, got the pin, which he's supposed to do. And now, this is a good match as well. It's Mia Cortez versus Alfie Rogue, who's the champion. It's for the women's title. Leonie Rose, who's come on in leaps and bounds recently. Um, she's there because she's got the dream ticket. So she's taunting Alfie Rogue with it. And Mia Cortez is um, a late addition. She's never never worked for UKW before, I don't think. So Alfie Rose, Rogue won't know what she's like. It's be terrible. And actually, it has a load of energy, this um, this match, and it's a really good one. It's one of the best of the night, I have to say. Um, Cortez gets a chair and uses it extensively, I can say. On the leg, in particular. Yes, indeed. Some good Alfie Rogue punches and a sling blade, then a spear. She hits that spear really nicely. Yeah. And then a nice Michinoku driver for a very long two. Yes. A butterfly DDT on the belt from Cortez. And then, um, from the top, uh, top rope that is, a butterfly face plant really kind of move, which is lovely. Now, the, the end comes when Leonie Rogue, when um, Alfie Rogue, Leonie's not in the ring, Alfie Rogue hits a superplex. They're calling it a super duperplex because they are saying it came from the top of the cage. It didn't. I had a look twice. They were on the top turnbuckle. It's only a superplex. I say only. That's a vicious manoeuvre in itself. And that's how Alfie Rogue gets the pin. Now, she's been taunted a bit by Leonie Rose. But there's no need to go out and lamp her one on the way out. Take a bit of that and all. <laughs> she's got a bit of a temper, that Rogue. And um, a match between her, between Rogue and Rose. Rogue and Rose will be... Um, Rogue and Rose, it sounds like some kind of... Um, Irish wrestler. But anyway, Rogue and Rose would be a great match, I think. Now, this is not great. Henry Winter, not Henry Winterman's, that's a cigar, has been suspended. Um, we talked to the Booker guy, he's not sure why. It came from higher up the ladder than me, he implies, he doesn't know why. Cayman Carlisle's not very happy, he hasn't got another uh, partner. And the Lion Kings, who are over, quite I mean, they've got good charisma, and they are the tag team champions, are fighting him on his own. Why did he just not turn up? A bit like Sheikh Muktoum. Why did he just not say, I don't want to do this, I'm not going to do it either, and just not bother? <clears throat> the whole match is about him being beaten up by the Lion Kings. He does try hard, Cayman Carlisle. I like his work, and he gets some success. Nice Lion King butterfly suplex. In the end, though, they just put this brutalise him, and I'm not into that, to be honest. I'm also not really into Ian Creed versus Billy O'Keefe. Although I do like Ian Creed getting him in, uh, getting him sat down in front of him, putting his finger in O'Keefe's ear, and then and then licking it. That's quite nice. Um, there is a rather nice electric chair dump. Not the kind of dump you, you're thinking. Don't get too excited. You know, he has an electric chair position, and then just throws him onto the mat, really. And then there's a lovely senton off the top of the cage for the pin. That is fabulous. Billy O'Keefe can really do it. Ian Creed and he didn't really gel. It's a shame. I'll tell you what did gel. And that was the main event. Now, I've been critical of UKW main events in the past for overbooking and other things. This is pretty fabulous, actually. Victoria Adams versus Leonie Rose. They can both go for it. It's a body bag match. We didn't need the body bag match. They could just... They should just go at it and go at it. And they did. 
some of the highlights from this match. A nice Rose Bulldog right early on. Tries to put her away early. But Adams gets the kendo stick. There's a, um, a nice two DDTs from Leonie Rose. She hits them well. As I say, she's coming in leaps and bounds both in the ring and on the mic as well. Um, and Victoria Adams has got the kind of she's demonic kind of thing going on, which she plays without playing it too much. So that's really good as well. There's a lovely moment when she tells us all to shush, of course. She chops her on the outside. It does sound like a shotgun going off. Well, you know, one of those stage shotguns, not a real shotgun, you know. Uh, yeah, it's really good. And then what looked like a single arm DDT from Adams on the outside to get the ascendancy back in the match. The commentators say they don't know what's going on because they have no monitor. What do you mean you have no monitor? You are commentators and deserve one. OK, after, after Adams takes a beating, she suddenly sits up like Michael Myers and Leonie... Rose's work is lovely. She begs off and says, can't we be friends? I've seen the error of my ways. They hug and then she gives her a Russian leg sweep and a choke, does Victoria Adams, chokes her out, puts her in the bag. The crowd, very naughty, are shouting, zip her up, zip her up. And we end the show with her standing by the bag with a kendo stick in hand. That is a lovely, lovely image to finish with. And this is a pretty good pay-per-view. Find it on Fight, $2.99. That's a load of wrestling. Not all of it works, but a lot of it does. And when it does, particularly in that main event, it's fabulous. Well done, Adams. Well done, Rose. Looking forward to seeing their weekly programme when it comes out. On Fight, I presume, on the 26th of November. I'll be there. Hope you will too. Ta-ta.